Hey guys, my name is Casey, and I have an apology to make. Hello? You're currently on the phone with Casey K. Yep, that's me. Yes, that is true. I just said I have an apology to make. This is me breaking my silence. Um, I, I think it was last week or the week before. Actually, last week I completely forgot to talk about The Real Housewives of Salt Lake. So um, this time I have to because that's like one of the main topics I was excited to talk about. But I did say that Monica, the newest housewife, seemed annoying and seemed like she was trying too hard. And I don't think that anymore. I think she's actually a good addition. She seems fun. She seems more down to earth. She's just like silly. I think the the ads just made her look like she was this, you know, like, I don't know, tough girl who, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to, <laughs> what I'm trying to think, but you know what I mean? Like, she's not afraid to check a bitch, but she's actually really sweet and really fun, and yeah, my friend Catherine told me I needed to apologize. Just kidding, I actually said that, and then she's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea, <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I know. Anyway, um, I forgot to talk about them last week, and that makes me super upset, so the first item on the agenda, and you guys, this week, there's like a billion things to talk about, <laughs> because last week was the VMAs, Olivia Rodriguez Rigo's album came out, Madison Beer's album came out, Demi Lovato's new album came out, um, yeah, so let's just, let's, uh, I got that first item off my list, now we can talk about the episode of, let's talk about last week's episode, um, the girls, I guess the, the first episode they all get together and have like a snowball fight and whatever, and and it seemed like Heather wanted to... Also, if you haven't seen this and you want to, um, you probably want to skip ahead because this is going to be... Not like spoiler, spoiler, but it's going to be talking about the um, episodes. So, um, yeah, this is your warning. I don't know how to tell you how far to skip ahead because I don't know that yet. But anyways, they all got together. Heather wanted to do like a kind of like a brunch thing. And just kind of a clean slate, fresh start. But then this next episode, Heather is like, yeah, I don't like Angie K. Um, I don't trust her. I don't like her. I don't want to be around her. I hope she doesn't go to Palm Springs. And someone's like, well, wait a second. I thought you wanted a fresh start. So what is this about? So I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. But then I think it's weird that Angie K <laughs> wanted to go. I mean, I... It, like, everyone feels left out if they don't get invited somewhere. And obviously this was a stunt pull by production because, I don't know, you can just tell. Um, Whitney's like, I'm going to go separately. We're going to get you, we're going to get you to Palm Springs, Angie. And the look on their faces is just going to be priceless, like, yada yada. And I, I don't know, I feel like um, I, I wouldn't go someplace if I knew someone was going to be very upset that I was going to be there. And it's not just her, it's her, it's, um, Heather and Meredith that's going to be annoyed. And I'm like, there's one thing if, like, you didn't, just didn't get invited 
there's another <laughs> if you didn't get invited because someone doesn't like you and you know it. Um, I feel like that's not the way to reconcile something. Like, even if she didn't do anything wrong, I don't, I don't think she did anything wrong. I think Heather's just kind of being, I don't, like, thinking in the past. Um, it sounds like she's just frustrated with stuff that's happened with her and Angie K in the past. And then they also had that fight last season when Heather was like, it's really in poor taste for you to host a dinner party and then stir up drama right before the party starts. And I honestly don't know what she did to Meredith. Um, I probably should go back and look at that, but Meredith doesn't like her either for some reason. I, I Like, it's in the back of my mind of why. If I remember, I'll let you guys know. Um, anyways, Mary, Mary's in the, <laughs> she's in the new season, and she's so, she's just so funny. Her facial expressions, the things she says, like the first episode, um, when, uh, Lisa was reading off the messages she sent to Mary, or Mary sent to her, she's like, yeah, me and Mary aren't, like, really fighting, but, um, this is the last message I got <laughs> from Mary. She's like calling her a black widow, calling her all these awful names, and Lisa's smiling. <clears throat> Sorry, Lisa's smiling the whole time as she's talking and reading off these messages. And I just think it's so funny that they just let Mary do whatever she wants. Um, I'm excited for later in the season when Heather asks Mary, Do you think I look inbred? And she says, Yeah. <laughs> like, she has no, like, doesn't care at all. But I will say, when she called, they're going to go to Palm Springs, so when she called the motel, to see if they had um, specific kind of, like, I think it's champagne, maybe. Um, but it's, like, this champagne that's, like, very expensive and obviously wouldn't be at this little thing. I think it was just her way of showing how, how rich she was. Um, but the customer service guy should not... He should not be <laughs> in charge of customer service. He was the most ornery-sounding person and, like... He just acted like he, everything she was saying was so stupid, and Mary actually handled it well, because, I don't know, I would have just hung up if someone was talking to me like that. I'd be like, oh, sorry about the UK bite, and just hung up. But she's like, alright, we'll have a good day, and she's like, do you have Don, something, 2003 Don Perignon? And he's like, um, no. And she's like, is this the Trixie Hotel? Um, this is the Trixie Motel. She's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, do you guys have, like alcohol there like a um what do they call it room service he's like um yeah we have a full bar we have pizza <laughs> uh anyways it's funny what else happened in this episode i feel like um my friend and i were talking it was kind of sad how angie k was talking about her husband she's like things in my life i think she said her daughter comes first which i think that happens in a lot of you know, relationships, but I did learn in high school, you're supposed to put your spouse's needs, not needs, but like, you're supposed to love them more than your kids, and put them first, um, and I don't think that happens a lot, I think it's the total opposite, uh, anyway, um, she's like, my kid, I think her business, and then her husband, and she's just basically saying how her husband was like, at the bottom of the list, and how he'll get over it, and eventually he'll be back at the top of the list, and we're like, that's kind of sad to say, he seems like he really loves you, and like, dotes on you, and takes care of you, but I don't know, I will say too, I don't like Angie K's sunglasses, um, if you know what I'm talking about, it's, there's these like, 
giant goggle things and they're so i just i why why do you and then i don't get the wearing luxury like with all the logos all over them it's like i would rather have something super expensive with no like they call it a monogram or whatever like her glasses they all say like lv 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 all over the the lens and it's like that okay we know you're rich you don't have to dress like that and show the you know i think the only thing the only there's very few um logos like that like i like the fendi logo um the gucci maybe when it's like on the bag um and maybe the louis vuitton when it's on the bag but like not like all over your clothes anyways that was just kind of off tangent but um yeah i'm excited to see the new episode comes out tomorrow so we'll see how the palm springs trip goes but it's already off to a rocky start oh <laughs> and um lisa barlow losing her sixty thousand dollar ring i i don't know i i feel like when you get to that point of wealth and you're spending that much money on one little tiny ring first of all someone in the show i think it was monica she's like everyone's gonna think it's fake like if someone finds out they'll think it's fake no one's gonna be like oh this is real i gotta go like i don't know there's that saying it's like everyone's gonna think it's fake anyway so you might as well wear it like proudly but i feel like at that level why do you need that why do you need sixty thousand dollars a tiny little ring that's just absurd to me and it's gone like she lost it but the security guard when she told him how much it was she's like it's just really sentimental to me it was sixty thousand dollars he's like holy shit like he's like freaking out like who i don't i don't know but i just can't imagine if i lost something worth sixty thousand dollars i don't i i probably wouldn't trust myself i'd sell everything i owned and never buy anything again because i don't deserve it i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't deserve to have anything if i lost that i i just feel like if you get to that point you you've made it you're pretty well off um I'm not saying you have to like donate or give away all your money, but just kind of reevaluate some things. I don't know. Maybe one day when I'm that rich, <laughs> if that ever happens as I'm sitting in my mom's basement. Um, and maybe one day if that happens, I'll have a different opinion, but like, I'd rather just invest in real estate or something, but uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe the, the ring goes up in value. I don't know much about jewelry. Um, did you ever see that, that, um, article? I can't remember who said it was like millennials are killing the diamond industry. <laughs> Someone's like, sorry, we're just trying to survive. Like we can't afford to just go out and buy diamond rings. The let's see, Harley Davidson said that millennials aren't buying motorcycles either. It's like, yeah, sorry. We can't just go out and buy motorcycles and diamonds. And then that one politician was like, um, millennials can't afford houses because they're uh they spend too much on avocado toast. I'm like, yeah. You guys, you you really have your finger on on what it's like to be poverty stricken, um, a millennial who is just barely trying to get by. I just think that's funny. Anyway, let's move on. Um, oh no, no, one more thing, Mary. I think it's so funny how as soon as Jen's arrested, Mary comes back to the show. <laughs> you can tell that one of the main reasons she left was because of Jen. But oh, sorry. I... There's just so much to talk about, you guys. Um, Monica, did I already talk about this? She's She was one of the informants for Jen. Jen was like, 
she actually tried to get her looped into whatever she was doing, and and Monica's like something's up here. Um, so she she called one of her friends who was in um, Homeland Security, I think, and he's like, "You need to get away from Jen Shaw immediately." And then they started um, it, like asking her questions and making her an informant, and and then she she takes Jen's place. I think that's so funny, but like, what a turn of events. Oh, well. Okay, now we can move on. Um, Olivia Rodrigo's album came out uh, last week. Has it been over a week? It's been over two weeks. Yeah. But anyways, it sold, uh, let's see, 302,000 copies, which is a lot, but compared to, compared to back in the day when album sales were massive. I mean, that's still a lot. I shouldn't say that. That's still a lot, but... Um, most of it was from streaming, 199.59 million streams, and let's see, 150,000, like, actual sales, like CDs and and iTunes and all that stuff. Um, I did look up, I was curious to see how many streams you have to get to equal one sale. There's 150 streams to equal one, like, purchased song, if that makes sense. And that can be either, like, with the music video on, on YouTube or just streaming regularly. So you have to get 150 streams to make it worth, um, one sale. So that's a lot. Plus I think you have to listen to at least 30 seconds of a song for it to count. Um, so yeah, I don't know her. She's going on tour. She's coming to Utah. I'm very excited. I signed up for, um, pre-sale, verified pre-sale. Uh, and we'll see. I find out tomorrow if I get waitlisted or if I get tickets to the show. Um, if you guys want to sign up for one well, that ended yesterday, so if you want to sign up for Verified Fan, that's too damn bad <laughs> because it's over, it's done. Um, but yeah, last time I didn't get to go because she performed really small venues, um, which I get and I don't get. She's like, I wanna, I wanna experience like what it's like to become an artist like gradually like most artists don't like explode like she did right off right out of the gate so she's like i want to do smaller venues and then build my way up to it so last time like she came to like the college or the university here in utah and she went to like the cosmopolitan in las vegas she definitely could have done like arenas so this year she is she's coming to the delta center in salt lake and you best believe i will be fighting all these little teens <laughs> for tickets to this show because her songs are just so good you guys she's just so talented um she also performed at the vmas uh and everyone thought her stage malfunctioning was like an accident but it was kind of an ode to her vampire music video because that's what happens everything starts falling apart um yeah she did good she did good i like her a lot so Demi Lovato's new album came out. It's like all of her, not all of them, but I think it's nine or ten of her old songs. Um, and they're rock, they're rock versions of it. And that's actually pretty good. Like La La Land, Don't Forget, um, Give Your Heart a Break, which I love that song. Confident, Heart Attack, um, Tell Me You Love Me. Like, a lot of her really, like, more popular songs. Sorry Not Sorry, Cool for the Summer. 
Um, and she said she decided to do that because when she'd go on tour, they kind of tried to mix up the songs and they did like more rock versions of it. And she said the crowd was just going crazy. So she's like, why don't we just do a rock version? Um, I, I don't want like a greatest hits. I want like just, you know, to do some of these songs like remixed or revamped, I guess, which is, I guess that's what they call it, revamped. Um, so she did, and it's actually really good. They're really fun, because these songs are good anyways, so to listen to them like this is good. Um, what, she, what did she say? She said, I grew up listening to this music, so it's like, that's always been a part of me, and so it's really fun to make. She worked with the producers that um, helped her on her last album, which was more rock, rock edition, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, she actually worked with Slash, too. Um, I can't tell you if, what band Slash was a part of. I just know he's a good guitar player and he was on Guitar Hero. Um, that's about all I can say. But yeah, she she seems to be doing pretty good. Um, she performed at the VMAs also. And it was surprising to see Taylor Swift up dancing to like her music. Like, not... Not really, though, because Taylor dances to everyone's set, and she's, like, always there to have a good time, and she's always supportive of everyone. But I remember back in, like, 2000, it was 2016, when Taylor donated $250,000 to Kesha's legal battle against Dr. Luke. Um, Demi, Demi apparently thought she could have done more. She's like, um, just, like, put your money where your, or your mouth where your money is. Like, um, if you want something to change go to Capitol Hill and make change or something. She just thought that Taylor could have used her platform for, you know, to do more. But $250,000 is a lot of money. And I think Demi wasn't, like, saying that that wasn't good enough. She's just saying she could have done more with her voice. Um, but that was back when Taylor really wasn't involved in, in politics and stuff like that. And she, like kept her voice really low, you know, I think that was before the, yeah, I guess it would have been, it would have been before the documentary Miss Americana, um, because in that, that's when she's talking about, like, I want to say this, I want to say this, and her dad and her team are like, no, you got, you got to keep quiet, you got to stay quiet, you got to just lay low, you don't want to be like the Dixie Chicks, you, you don't want, you know, and I, I mean, I get both sides, but she eventually started speaking out more, and who knows, maybe if that were the case um, now, she would have donated money and um, and spoke out about it, but I don't know. The Dr. Luke and Kesha case is over. They settled. Um, that went on for a long time. I remember when uh, it was like the first boycott of Sony, Sony Music because Sony wouldn't let her out of her contract, Kesha. And they're like, we're going to have a boycott outside of Sony Studios in New York. And it was like, I was like 19, eight, 19 or 20. And I told my boss, I was like, yeah, I think I want to go and, and, and boycott them, you know, with everybody. And obviously I was joking. Like, like there's no way I could have, it was the next day. It's like, I really had to fly out and I was making $10 an hour. I'm like, there's no way I can do this. But I come to work the next day and he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I thought you were going to New York to protest. I'm like, sir, I make $10 an hour. How do you think I'm going to get to New York? Like, what do you think I'm going to do? Just go there, go right to the boycott and then come home? Like, yeah, that's not going to happen. 
But yeah, it's been going on for a long time. That was like that was like 2015, I think, when that started. My mom says I need to stop saying I think. I need to know these this information. <laughs> but like, mom, that would take forever. Like, do you know how many pages and pages I'd have to write down? So when I say I think, it's a rough guesstimate, mom. <laughs> That's what it is. I can't know everything. I'm sorry. But I will try. I will try for you to know everything. Um, let's see. What else? What else can we talk about? Oh, she changed the lyrics. We're back to Demi again. She changed the lyrics from don't tell your mother to go tell your mother because this was before she was she came out as bisexual. I think she's pansexual now. But um and she just really wasn't ready to to say that. So the lyrics are don't tell your mother and now they're go tell your mother because I guess she's out and proud. <laughs> but um what else what else has Demi been up to? Sorry, I'm going through all my notes of stuff. I think that's it for Demi. Okay, so back to VMAs. Taylor Swift won nine awards. That's so many. She is, I think she's won 23 awards. Let me double check that. Yeah, she's won 23 VMAs. She's second. Beyonce is the most to 30. So she won nine. Taylor won nine last week. That's so crazy. I think she was nominated for 11, and she won 9 of them. And they were basically all for Antihero, which, that song is really good. But one of them was for Midnight's, the, the entire album. But I think the rest were for Antihero, so that's kind of cool. Um, let's see, let's see what else some people won. Um, best collaboration was Shakira and Carol G. Uh, let's see... Oh, when Taylor won for Best Direction, I guess Nicki Minaj um, presented the award. And Taylor's like, there's my favorite Sagittarius right there. She loves her she loves her Zodiac signs, doesn't she? Um, yeah, Video of the Year, Antihero, Best Direction, Antihero, um, Best Pop, Antihero. And NSYNC actually presented that award to her. Um, she was freaking out. <laughs> She's like, the millennial in me is freaking out right now. And they actually gave her friendship bracelets, which I think is really funny. Um, Song of the Year was Antihero. Best, best K-pop was um, Stray Kids, which I uh, I don't know them. I've never heard of them, but congratulations, Stray Kids. <laughs> oh, when they won, though, they're like, one of them was doing their acceptance speech, and it was probably really nerve-wracking getting up there. I'm not saying that, but, like, he's one of them's like, we've been making music since the start of our career. I'm like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Isn't that everyone? Um, best Latin was Anita. Uh, the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award went to Shakira, and she performed, and she did really good. Uh, at the beginning, like, it would show her in different, like, positions, and the lights would change, and then, like, I don't know, five seconds later, she delights to come back on and she'd be in a different position, like in these acrobatic positions. Like, how is she doing that? That's so crazy to me. But it's very reminiscent of the of the She-Wolf, like, era when she was, like, I think she was in that cage, wasn't she? I always thought she was naked. Like, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's naked in that music video. But she's not. She's wearing, like, that nude, like, something, like, bodysuit or whatever. So... Anyways, she was kind of the the artist of the night. Nicki Minaj hosted it, so she won for Best Hip Hop Video with Super Freaky Girl. 
Um, Song of the Summer was Seven by Lotto and Jung Kook, I think that's his name. I, I've also never heard of him, but congratulations. Uh, Taylor wore, as soon as I saw, saw her on the red carpet, I knew her dress was Versace. You can just totally tell. And it was, it was Versace and Selena Gomez was in an Oscar Jellorenta dress and they his designs are always super good. Um, I think, I think Selena's was my favorite. Taylor's was very good too. Like those, I didn't write anybody else's down because I didn't really care. The, those two were like the best dressed. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen them, you should go look. But the Taylor's dress was very, hinted very towards reputation. But obviously she's not going to do anything until 1989 is out, which is, what's today? Today's the 18th, so we have a little over a month until... 1989 Taylor's version comes out. Also, Taylor, how many different versions of your album do you want us to buy? Like, I was gonna buy, um, the, like, one of the newer, vi not vinyls, was it a vinyl? And I was like, no, I'll just hold off. And since then, she's released, like, five more. It's like, how... <sighs> we love you, but we're good. We're, we're very broke. Like, so broke after the Eras tour, after all this stuff, like, please just have mercy on us. She literally has so many different, different colors of vinyls, different pack. Like I bought a four pack of the CDs. They're all different colors. I think they all come with like Polaroids of behind the scenes of making the album. I have the original Polaroids. So the 1989, um, uh, album. I also have like these boxes. They're kind of like, um, document boxes with the birds on them and like the blue background of the sky. I love them. I got them on clearance actually. It was during her reputation era when she was clearancing all this stuff from 1989, which is so weird to me to think that reputation was five, six years ago. And 1989 was, it's almost been 10 years. 2014 is when it came out. 2014, maybe 2015. I think it's 2015. So that's so crazy. It seems like just the other day. Um, but speaking of Taylor, she's been linked to supposedly, I, this could be very, you know, out there because Travis Kelsey apparently was like, I missed my shot to ask Taylor out. Um, Travis Kelsey is a football player also, if you guys didn't know that. <laughs> I guess him and his, his brother both play um, football. But apparently now... They've been supposedly hanging out. Um, his brother, Jason Kelsey, I think is his name. I really don't know. Said he's heard rumors of that, but he can't comment. So I'm like, mm, he can't comment. Interesting. So there there might be something going on there. Who knows? We'll see. He, Travis Kelsey was on um, Saturday Night Live. I think it was last season. Um, did pretty good. I, I don't know, I can't tell you anything about him, I don't know what position he plays, I don't know why he was invited to SNL, like, what kind of status he has, um, but yeah, apparently he has enough status to get the attention of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Sorry, I was sitting cross-legged and my feet fell asleep, <laughs> I had to reposition myself. Um, also at the VMAs, um, Meg the Stallion, there's, like, kind of behind this backstage, there's a camera pointed at her. And it looked like she was yelling at Justin Timberlake. And she's like pointing her finger and like, it's just like yelling. And then she turns around and she kind of looks mad. 
but then like Joey, what's his name? The NSYNC guy was kind of smiling and I'm like, well, I don't know. It doesn't look like she got mad. Maybe he's smiling because he's like just awkward, you know, embarrassed. Like he doesn't know what to do, but apparently came out later that she's like, sorry, no beef. I just talk with my hands. Apparently she said, um, it, Justin Timberlake was like, it's nice to meet you. And she's like, no, no, not like this. Not like this. we got to meet proper. So she was just kind of fangirling over him. Um, yeah, her and Nicki Minaj, no, not Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Oops. Um, her and Cardi B performed their new song Bongos at the VMAs. I think they might have opened the show. Um, don't quote me on that, but I, I'm sorry. I just don't like that song. I don't think it's very good. Um, they should have kept WAP as a one and done, just kind of a, just a random one-off song that broke tons and tons of records. Uh, I just don't think this one held up to the, you know, the second, the second single or whatever. I don't even know what it is. I'm assuming it'll be on Cardi's new album. We've been waiting for five years for that. Um, and maybe, who knows, maybe it'll be on Megan's new album, but. I don't know. I just don't like that song. I don't. Uh, but Doja Cat performed. I have a hard time with Doja Cat because she's actually really rude. I'll get together some of the stuff she's <laughs> said to her fans. Because there's a lot. But I want to get it all right and quote it. But she's not very nice. But she performed. And so like I'm just trying to like not support her. But you guys, her, her new music is actually pretty good, I will say. Um, Demons? Oh. I cannot stop listening to that song. It's so good. It's actually so, so good. Um, the cover art scares the hell out of me, but um, the song is super good. She performed, she performed, I think it was Attention. That's kind of her her first one she released when this album came out. And it was, it was more of like a poetry read. It really wasn't a song, I'd say. I didn't like it, but whatever. Um, and she did Paint the Town Red and then Demons. And she did good, you guys. The dancers looked very creepy. They were covered in like fake blood, obviously. Um, but if you haven't listened to Demons, go run, sprint. It's it's just, oof. It's a good song to run to. It's a good song when you want to scream, sing in the car. Speaking of that, I was driving home from work the other day. And there was like two lanes on each side of the road. And I was in the right lane and the car and the lane to the left of me like swerved out in front of me because this lady pulled out in front of them and I barely had enough time and space to go off to the side of the road, slam on my brakes. And I stopped kind of in front. Um, the middle people that I had to swerve were kind of a little bit behind me and the other lady was kind of right next to them. And we all just stopped. And I must have had the most evil looking look on my face because I looked over and all of them look at me with their mouths kind of like a little bit open, like eyes wide. And just instantly all of them turn at the same time and look forward and like act like nothing happened. And it probably didn't help that I had my windows down blasting demons by, <laughs> by Doja Cat, but we all just kept driving like nothing happened. I'm just like, really? The lady was trying to do a U-turn in the middle of the road during rush hour. And she's like acting like nothing, like, like I was driving away and I look back at my mirror and she's looking at the people next to him, like her hands are up, like, well, I didn't do anything. I'm like, ma'am. And then she, she speeds forward and then tries to do another U-turn. I'm like, you are 
stupid. Like, literally, you just go around the block. Just, I hate when people try, like, and turn left when it's a super busy, like, traffic time and they're trying to turn left and they're holding up the traffic. And I'm like, you guys, just turn right, go around the block. It, anyways, I could, I could have a whole, like, <laughs> a whole tantrum about people and driving because I drive a lot every week. I drive many, many, many miles, and you just see a lot of people who should not be driving. I also worked, my first job was at the car wash, and you would not believe how many people do not know basic directions. Like, you tell them to turn their wheels to the left, and they turn them to the right. You tell them to, like, pull forward a little, they come up, like, an inch. You tell them to put their car in neutral, they put it in park. It's like, you guys, there's a giant sign here that says N. What do you think that means? Do you think it means put your car in park? Some people put their emergency brake on. Like, oh, there are just so many people who should not be driving. And poor old people. You have to be really cautious with them because they just, they're just slow. They're just slow and they can't keep up. And like these newer, you know, how all these old people drive these really expensive, fancy cars. And that they all have these weird buttons now and how to put them in, in neutral. And none of them knew how. Priuses were the worst. Priuses you had to hold like the button a certain way for a certain amount of time. And no one could do it. And I don't want to talk about this, but I am. Um, a lot of people shouldn't be driving. Let's just put it at that. Um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, Tra Tate McRae released a new song called Greedy, and it is good. Oh, it's so good, you guys. The music video is good. Everything's good about it. I was like, she's the one that did um, You Broke Me First. Um, she's All I Want to Be. She's th that new song with... Um, Oh, who was it? Who was it? Hang on. It was Tiesto. Her and Tiesto did that song 1035. That's her probably her most like recent song. That song was actually like the opening for um, a new resort in Dubai. That's the one Beyonce performed at. And like no phones were allowed. And I think that's when she got paid 29 million just for that. But this was Tate McRae's song was like the... Uh, the theme song, I guess, or whatever, for the unveiling of the new resort. But yeah, it's good. Sorry. I'm just a little sleepy, I guess. It's currently 6.30 in the morning, and I've been up since 4.30. <laughs> My favorite, favorite time of the day. It's getting harder, though, with the sun not coming up as early. Um, yeah, in the wintertime, <clears throat> I just want to sleep. I just want to hibernate like those bears, but I can't, I gotta, gotta keep, I have one of those, um, lights, those sad lights or whatever that I sit in front of. I have about a billion lamps. Like I, I just can't get enough light, especially in the winter. And I don't know. Some people say they hate summer. I feel the exact same way about winter. I like winter until, um, like December. After Christmas, I'm like, okay, please go away. January and February are the worst months ever. I'm so sorry if your birthdays are in those months. or <laughs> I just hate, hate those months. They're miserable. There's nothing fun. Nothing happens. Um, yeah, I just don't. But then spring comes around, and there's hope in the air. And then summer, and everything's just happy again. I will say, though, that winter fashion is so much better than summer. It's so much funner to dress in wintertime and wear jackets and all this stuff. But, yeah, I think that's it. I guess I thought I had a lot more than I did. But this, I think, is the longest episode I've done. Um, 
I don't know what you guys like. Do you guys like longer episodes? Do you like do you like shorter ones? I prefer longer ones. I'm gonna be honest. Like like Brittany Broski, my newest obsession. Like I've known about her, but just since I've discovered her podcast, she's the greatest person on the entire planet. <laughs> she's so funny. She's so funny, you guys. You gotta go listen to her podcast, The Broski Report. She can come up with the most random things to talk about. Like, seriously, she can talk about anything. And she's, like, super smart. Not that I thought she was, like, an idiot, but she, like, really knows a lot of stuff. And I feel like comedians have to be a little smart. Like, you have to be really quick and witty to, to be a comedian, to come up with things on the fly, like, super quick. But she, the way she, like, explains things and talks about things and, like, the words she uses, it's like, wow, you're actually, like, very, very smart. Um, yeah, not like me, who just says, um, in any way, and I think, <laughs> but, oh well. Also, I do need to say this, I forget about it every single time. Um, please rate the podcast five stars, um, even if you don't like it. If you don't like it, also... Will you please just listen to it and mute the volume? Just, like, hit the streams. Please, I'm begging you. It helps a lot. But rating, especially on Spotify, helps a ton. Um, I don't think you can, like, submit a review on Spotify. You just have to click five stars. That's all you gotta do one time. Um, that helps me a lot. And I think it kind of puts out... into. I need to figure out how to get my podcast on, like, related podcasts. Because when I go and look at it and type and click the related button, it, nothing pops up. So I don't know if it's something I need to fix or worry about or if that just happens over the time when people review it. Um, I know on Apple you can review, like actually write a review. Um, I'm not sure about Amazon. Um, I'm slowly trying to get everything put together so I can get like a kind of like a website set up and a Instagram page and all that stuff, but please, please follow me on Instagram, K-A-C-E-Y underscore K. Um, after I said that last week, I think five or six of you unfollowed me, because <laughs> I was almost at a, a thousand, and I need to get back to a thousand. Um, actually, I don't think I made it. I think I made it to nine, 999, and six of you unfollowed me. The disrespect is unreal, but yeah, follow me on there. Um, share with your friends, you know, my, my friend, um, oh, actually there was one more thing I want to talk about. Hang on one second. Okay. So my friend Kendall went to the Billy Joel, um, residency in New York and she was telling me that he's been, he's been there for, I don't know how long, but I just, just Googled it. And I, so I guess I do know how long <laughs> I didn't up until right now. Um, he's been doing this residency at Madison Square Garden for 10 years. Um, and he, he'll, at the end, of, by the end of it, he'll perform 150 shows just at one venue. That is crazy to me. That's so, that's so many. And he, like, his, he's like, my team says we can keep going. We can continue to sell out more shows. But he's like, I'll be 75 next year. I think it's a good year to retire. But that's just crazy. Anyway, she, Kendo cuts my hair. So her and her husband went to Billy Joel. And she's telling me about this. It's like the second time, I think, or third she's seen him. Second in like a year. So she's must be a really big fan. <laughs> but anyway, she told me she listens to my podcast while she goes grocery shopping. And it's the very first podcast she's listened to. So I'm very honored. But that's just like, podcasts to me are just like, 
you just feel like you're hanging out with somebody. So I hope that's what this feels like. I hope we feel like we're just hanging out. I'm just telling you all this information that will benefit your lives. <laughs> and uh, if you have anything you want me to talk about, let me know, please. Um, any topic, any subject. I probably will not do politicians just because I freaking hate politics. Um, especially coming from the family I live in. Not that we're politicians, but... Um, I have heard many, 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 many hours of television, of, quote, news <laughs> stations that I don't want to hear anymore. I literally don't care. So I don't consider really politicians as celebrities. Maybe sometimes here and there I'll say something, but you will not catch me talking about politics on this podcast. This is, this is for art. This is for pure... <laughs> pure um education purposes only um what i'm trying to say like uh exclusive no elusive is that the right word i don't even know i need to go i need to be done please follow me please follow me on the podcast um uh rate and review um also we have somebody from france listening france and germany and peru that's so awesome you guys thanks so much um also it was my friend Savannah's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Savannah. And it'll be my friend Sandy's birthday on Friday. So happy birthday, Sandy. I love you guys. And yeah, have a good, good week, you guys. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>